about the mayoral race that happened yesterday. This is going to go into a runoff election, so we're going to give the results of that last night. Also, we're going to be talking about how the Music City Grand Prix just extended its uh, contract with the city of Nashville. That's really great. And we'll talk about some of the few schools that are opening and these schools are new in davidson county so we're going to be talking about a lot but before we get into all of that head over to exploretours.com and book your tour today for the civil war and coffee tour this takes place in wedgeward houston and we learn about the history of the civil war here in nashville then we also drink some delicious coffee from humphrey street coffee you can book your tour today at exploretours.com speaking of coffee i am drinking some blessed day coffee right now uh, it is in my mug, and it's getting m- caffeine into my system. Head over to blessedaycoffee.com and use code XPLR20 to take 20% off of your order today, and uh, they are going to caffeinate you really well. Blessedaycoffee.com. Now let's get into this. Uh, Aaron, I, uh, I watched the full two hours of the News Channel 5 thing, and then at 9 o'clock... Dear I, God, Why? Dude, it was like eating popcorn, <laughs> man. Did you see during uh, Alice Rowley's press conference or her, like, not victory speech, but runoff victory speech? Uh-huh. Uh, the, I think it was one of her sons just kept, like, stretching and touching his toes the entire time. It was all I could watch. It was hilarious. He probably was tired. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. Pr- probably way past his bedtime. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, so I didn't realize it restarted at 9 o'clock the first hour oh, of the you, News Channel oh, 5 thing. No. You watched and it again? So I put it back on. I'm like, didn't I just hear all of this? <laughs> uh, so uh, it, it was really interesting. A, there was 12 candidates that initially were running for this mayoral position. Everyone knew this was going to be in a runoff because that's the way Metro Charter is. And it, it's really interesting because the first one to concede last night was Heidi Campbell about 7.30 p.m. Uh, Jeff Yarborough, I think, was around 8.45 p.m. where he conceded. Uh, Matt Wiltshire, uh, I think it was like 9.10 or 9.15. Yeah, that was the one I was kind of surprised to see yeah. that, that he conceded. And that was the only one that got it got the notification Yep. Um, at, from News Channel 5, the push notification. So, so I, was, I, was, I was surprised because Wiltshire was 17%, Alice Rowley 20.2%. Yeah. So... That's close, but I understand that's enough of a margin to it, it is to, to not be able to make up. And since the beginning of it, that News Channel Five election results that they were doing, even at one percent of the precincts that were coming in, it, it was showing Freddie and Alice. And 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 then when it when it was at fifty percent of precincts coming in, it was still the same results. But I believe Matt conceded. Uh, when 75% of the precincts were all in with the results. Yep, that makes sense. All of this stuff is so mathematical that there's a there's a point in which uh, every candidate has the technology to see and the information to say there's, you know, there's no, no way to make up the difference right now based on how many people typically vote versus what's the remaining of precincts that have reported. The The really interesting thing looking through this and I, I can't do this math quickly. Let's see. It, it looks like less than 100,000 people voted. Maybe of around 100,000 people voted for a mayoral candidate. Almost right at 100,000. So let's let's look at these numbers for mayor. Uh, the but it's ne- Metro Nashville mayor. It's crazy. More people voted for council members at large than Nashville mayors. We'll see the breakdown that, here. That is, that is very interesting. Some people, just, they just didn't vote in the mayor election is what you're saying? Yeah, they like they didn't choose a mayor. 
on their ba- on their ballot. Which that's is crazy. Yeah, you're going to see these numbers. You're like, these numbers don't make any sense. <laughs> but we'll, we'll look at it. Uh, so, so yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, let's look at the the mayor numbers. Uh, so Freddie O'Connell, um, in in the he he led the pack the entire night. He was polling ahead uh, on in every poll that led up to this. Um, but everybody, there's a few discrepancies and everything. He below was he Freddie was O'Connell. also he was also the first one to announce. Yep, that he was going to be running for well, mayor. the first person to announce and stay in. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that there, there's yeah, that's true. Uh, so Freddie O'Connell had 27.2. He had 27,470 votes. Alice Rowley was at 20.2, and she had 20,458 votes. Uh, do we want to go through the entire list? Just just for a few more. So uh, Matt Wiltshire, 17% uh, of the votes. Uh, Jeff Yarbrough, senator, at 12.2% of the votes. Heidi Campbell, also uh, state senator, 8.2%. Um, she was polling at, at some point. She was polling third. Wiltshire was polling third towards the end. Uh, Yarbrough's polling third or fourth. Uh, Sharon Hurd at six percent. I'm actually surprised I, I had her a little bit higher. Polls didn't, but I had her a little bit higher. Uh, Vivian Wilhoit, uh, almost five percent. Gingrich at 1.6, which he backed out two weeks ago, and people still <laughs> voted for him. Um, Natisha Brooks, 1.4 percent. Stephanie Johnson. 0.6%, Fran Bush, 0.5%, and Bernie Cox, who literally just put his name in the hat and did not campaign at all at 0.3%. Hold on, he had, he had two signs. Oh. So over by where the old purity plant was, uh-huh. there's two signs for Bernie Cox. <laughs> That's, awesome. That's the only two signs I've seen in town. Uh, so this is an interesting turn up. Uh, we're also getting a new vice mayor. Uh, this one is confirmed. Uh, so Angie Henderson. Uh, she won vice mayor 52.2% at 45,812 votes, and she was running against Jim Shulman, who was the vice mayor for five years. This is uh, – earlier polls showed Jim pretty much way ahead. Uh, I think she spent a lot of ad money. That's um, what the – Because I, I saw every time I'd open up Facebook, I'd see an Angie Henderson ad. Mm-hmm. Um, so my guess is that she spent – she probably outspent him probably the reality yeah and that's it's i think she also out campaigned like in the sense of outspending but also getting out in public more maybe i have no way to, I, yeah I yeah know. um so th- there's a few other let's see there's the tennessee house district 51 primary um so in specifically in nashville uh justin jones who is one of the tennessee three did get reelected. Uh, here in, in because this is his district. Uh, the other guy from the Tennessee three was not in Nashville's district, so, but, but he, he, he did get AP, yeah. he did get reelected, but he wasn't in Nashville's district. All right, so now let's talk about council member at large. Uh, so there was five position for council member at large. Only one person got over ten percent. With that person that got ten percent, anyone who got over ten percent was almost like guaranteed. Hey, you're going in. They they were guaranteed. Yeah, they were guaranteed. So only one person got ten percent. So now, out of the twenty five people that were running for council member at large, they're going to have a runoff election on September fourteenth. Uh, this is going to be now eight people running for four council seats. Yes, to four or five. Uh, oh, four eight people because Zulfat Sarah. She, she she's guaranteed in, yep. so that's one. So the the remaining four positions will be a runoff between uh, the the eight that listed after her. 
Um, so that will be interesting. Uh, that will be very, very interesting to see. And Stuart, I see what you're saying now about the number of votes for council members. There are probably, honestly, are probably double the amount of votes it, for it, council like, members than there were for mayor. You're and maybe, exactly and, and, right. And maybe people just are like, hey, we know this is going to be a runoff, so I'm just going to decide at the runoff who I'm actually going to vote for, for mayor. Yeah. But these numbers are looking closer to, like, 200,000. 250,000 yeah. or so yeah. compared to the 100,000 for the mayors. Well, and it's very interesting. Uh, and Alice Rowley mentioned this in her speech last night. Um, the council in Nashville has more power than the mayor. Yes. Um, it's one of the most powerful government entities in the country. Yeah. So, you know, that is, for, for some people, that's an issue. Um, but that's the reality of how it is in Nashville. So it makes sense that... Maybe more people showed up because it has more of an effect uh, than uh, the the mayor does. And you, and you have to keep in mind, this is the last election right now, depending on how some lawsuits go. This is the last election of a 40 council member seat in the 20. I can't even do the math right now. 2027 election. Uh, yeah. It's going to be reduced right now down to 20 council members. Um, speaking of council members, looks like there's a runoff in District 4 uh, for council members. Looks like there's a runoff in District 11. Looks like there's a runoff in, I believe there was one more. Maybe not. I think those, okay, so District 4 and District 11. Looks like there are runoffs for those races as well. Nobody received above 50%. All right, so if you want to look at more of the results and who won where, uh, this News Channel 5 link is in our show notes at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. This weekend is the Music City Grand Prix. This is the third race or the third annual race for the Music City Grand Prix. And as you remember, this is the first Grand Prix race to go over a body of water. But because of the reconstruction of the new Titan Stadium, or not reconstruction, the construction of a new of stadium, a new stadium there's, this race is going to be moving into downtown Nashville. Uh, we had the vice president of the race on a couple weeks ago, and we talked a little bit about this, but he didn't give any more insight into exactly where the track's going to be in downtown. But this is happening. So this is uh, basically a exclusive from New Channel 5, and they basically said that the race is going to be happening in downtown Nashville for the next three years after yeah. this year. So they signed a new three-year agreement um, on Thursday, so yesterday, the deal included moving the race to the final week of the schedule in mid-September. That's a great week. I agree. Because it's too dang hot right now. It's too hot. Uh, the the pop-up thunderstorms are less likely late September, and they're probably like, let's do that because of the pop-up thunderstorms. But then also, that's in the middle of football season. That's in the middle of college ball season. And, so, and the Predators have started by then. At least their preseason games. Right. So uh, both the winner and the series champion will be crowned on Broadway with this, which will be the signature piece of the new look track. Um, the weekend will wrap up on Monday night with the IndyCar Championship Banquet inside the Skirmerhorn Symphony Center. Oh, that's great. Uh, which will also be the location of the finish line of the new track, which will run just over two miles. That's uh, awesome. So. That's, uh, I, I don't know if they'll still cross the water. My guess is they'll hope to in some form or fashion. Maybe they just, they're not just going to go to the Nissan Stadium site, so they may have to reroute it in some way. Um, but they'll probably still try to go over a body of water. 
Yeah, it's going to be interesting because if they're on uh, 4th Avenue racing right in front of the uh, Symphony Center, are they coming down that hill or are they going into Sobro? We'll find out more about the track well, later on. Well, so it, it gives a little bit they, uh, of a hint. Um, it says... Oh, um, race cars will start on 4th Avenue yeah. and turn left on Korean Veterans Boulevard before heading east on the bridge that has now become the Music City Grand Prix yeah. icon TV show. So they're still going to find a way. So they're still going to go over the water. Yeah. So I wonder, okay, well, that's going to be fun. Yep. All right. So Those race cars uh, are going to be so loud on Broadway if they actually are going down Broadway. Oh, yeah. I don't, th- I don't think they'll go down Broadway. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to make that turn. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, All right. In other news, um, if you have kids in the school system, uh, you you may already know about this, but uh, there's a lot of new school announcements. Uh, Metro Nashville Public School wrapped up two major construction projects this summer with a third on track to be completed later in the 23-24 school year, which has already started. uh, Uh, No, August 8th for Nashville. Ah. Will, Wilson County started on the uh, first. On the first, uh, a few surrounding counties started on the first, but August eighth for Nashville. Okay, August eighth is a little more normal. You said you started. When did you start school? September eighth. That's late. Yeah, like we started after late. When did Day. you guys get out? Uh, late June. Oh, it's awful. Why late June? Because we had so in the month of January in New York State, we had this thing called Regions testing. Uh huh. And basically, it was state testing for everything, English. So you guys basically history. had n- no formal schooling in the month of January. It's mostly just testing? Yes. So, you, like, you'd go to school for, like, five days or six days in the month of January. Most of it was testing. Oof. So you're just taking tests in January? Yeah, pretty much. Like, you would go to school for, like, a week and then take a test. And then if you didn't have a, that class for the next test, like, you have the day off. So if you did well on your test, or if you did, would you get most of January off if you didn't have to take all of those tests, or was everybody on, pretty much on, there the entire time? It depends on the year. So like they, the way they structured it, and this may have changed. This probably has changed. <laughs> the way they structured it, structured it is every like tenth grade you would have to do every single class a Regents test, and then I think twelfth grade you had to do another Regents test. Okay. So if you were in ninth grade, you had to be in school. Okay. And then so I think, like, eighth grade, you had a region stuff. So that's not too bad. If you were, like, uh, 10th, 11th grade or, like, 6th, 7th, 8th, yeah. then you had a lot of January off? Uh, no, you'd be, especially ele- elementary, you'd be in school. Ugh. Yeah. Okay, more importantly, what time but, What time did school start for you guys? Oh, dude, not until, like, 8.30 or 8.45. Oh, okay. Now, that's actually really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was in show choir for high school. Uh-huh. So from ninth grade to senior year, I was in show choir, so I would sing and dance. And So you were there earlier for that? Yeah, I would get there at 6.45. Okay, yeah. To go sing and dance. That's nice that you but guys didn't, I didn't start school until, like, I didn't. So I, didn't, I never had o'clock. home. I had homeroom uh-huh. in seventh and eighth grade. But because show choir took place of homeroom. Ah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it didn't school. I don't think first bell was until 830. Dang, we started at like 730. Yeah. It was. But we got out at like three. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you have to. We got out at 225. Okay. Which was nice. Seems, seems, or seemed really late back then. To be honest, really I don't miss those then. days at all. No. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. All right. Well, 
okay, so good reminiscing about some schools. Uh, so what schools are now uh, about to open here or have opened in Nashville? The James Lawson High School, uh, they unveiled this July 27th, $124 million new school, 307,000 square foot facility. It'll be home to 150 teachers, up to 1,600 students. It includes a 500-seat theater and auditorium. Which the theater, like, I, we didn't plug in the HDMI because I was like, oh, there's no photos today. But the <laughs> theater in this, this school looks amazing. If you want to see it, it's in the show notes. Uh, they will have a suite of art and sporting facilities that include baseball, softball, football, soccer, and practice fields. Um, another announcement, the uh, former space for Goodlettsville Elementary School was torn down to build a new facility off Donald Avenue. Over the last two years, Goodlettsville Elementary students met at the former uh, Gra-Mar Middle School campus. The it's I wonder if that's like a name or like former grammar school or something like that. Grammar. No uh, the allocated budget for the new school was $22,860,000. A ribbon-cutting ceremony is August 7th. For that's 81,750 square feet, a the, lot smaller than the, the day before building. school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nothing could go wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's coming up. Uh, Cane Ridge High School, a 24 class expansion, classroom expansion at Cane Ridge High School, set to be completed later in the 23 24 school year, is initially set to finish in, finish in August with an allocated budget of 18,800,000. 28. 1,800 square foot expansion is designed to handle projected student enrollment increases in the coming years, technology upgrades, etc. Um, projects in design, Lakeview Elementary um, and Paragon Mills Elementary, Percy Priest Elementary, Cane Ridge Elementary. Um, whenever I see high school construction, all I can think about is how freaking long Hillsborough took. Oh, yeah. It was like at least three or four years. <laughs> it felt like a long time. Maybe even longer. Yeah. Maybe before they, we moved here, <laughs> they started that. I don't, it was a long time. But we don't get the Green Hills that often. So, like, it's... No, no. So, it's like we're in Green Hills like once a month. I wonder if they had to wait on... Uh, the buses. The bus stops. <laughs> Probably. Uh, so... This is everything. Uh, let us know in the comments below. Are you going to be voting in the mayoral election for this runoff election that's happening on September 14th? Also, head over to ExploreTours.com to book your Civil War and coffee tour. I would love to show you the city of Nashville and learn the history of the Civil War and drink some great coffee with you. I think that's a great day. Like That's, that's just a lot of fun. If you want to see the show notes from today's episode, head over to NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. We hope you guys have a great weekend. We'll see you guys on Monday morning. Thank you for listening to the Nashville Daily Podcast. If you want to learn more, head to NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media at Explore.Nash on Instagram, Nashville Daily Podcast on YouTube, and Explore.Nash on YouTube as well. The Nashville Daily Podcast is an Explore LLC production, copyright 2023.